0: The following is another Classic Sports
1: presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Turnaround jumper a little too strong. Rebound brought down by Springer. He's the man of the first quarter. Six points, four rebounds. Outlet pass, they get it to Jenkins. Tries to get it under control. Does, gets it to Springer right underneath the hoop for another bucket.
0: Tonight, a trip to the state tournament is on the line as the Wilcox Children's Falcons battle the Juanita Palisade Broncos in the D24 District Final. High School
1: Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic it Sports Club. He'll bring it into the front court all the way down to the left baseline out to Ortgees and up top to Van Lanningham. Ball fake for the free throw line. High post, he'll swing it over the left-hand corner to Jenkins against the Axtell zone inside the Van Laningham. Little five-foot hook. He is up and in. wilcox South is playing for their second trip to the
0: state since the program's consolidated. the Palisade were runners-up in 2011 and looks to return to Lincoln for the first time since 2013. It's the Broncos and Falcons coming up next, but first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Southwest High School in Bartley with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after his word with New Tech Seed.
1: And good evening, everyone. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, as we get ready for the final basketball game of the year, not in Lincoln for our listening area. All that's left after tonight, state tournament. And tonight we bring you the uh, Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons taking on the Broncos of Juanita Palisade. Now let's take a look at the logistics here. Neither team is rated in Class D2. But one of the reasons is Juanita Palisade is 18-6. and And three of their losses this year have come to Dundee County Stratton, who is and 22-3 on the year. Other losses to Cambridge, to Perkins County, and to state-rated Paxton, who's also playing tonight. For Wilcox-Hildreth, they got off to a little bit of a slow start. They were 2-4, and four, beat Red Cloud going into the holiday break. To get to three and four, split their games at the holiday tournament. So they're setting four and five as they turn the corner. And since then, they are 11 and five. And those losses since Christmas come to Kennetsaw, who fell in the uh, districts, sub uh, district uh, sub-district finals, we should say. Then you slide down to SEM, Elm Creek, Overton, and Amherst. The four losses they've come in on a three game winning streak, but uh, Harvard, Axtell, Loomis are those three wins. For Wadena Palisade, they were able to defeat Elwood and Wallace to get to this point. So there were no state-rated teams in these districts, and one of these teams will go down most likely as a seven or an eight seed. Bottom line is, winners going to state. This is the New Tech Seed pre-game show, and we'll look at the starting lineups. Will hildreth Wadena Palisade, right after this.
3: My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. My wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night called her, said I'm gonna be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and. Mary Landing had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job, and our location, and where to raise our children. And I think he was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Landing Healthcare.
4: Mary Landing Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration.
1: I want to remind you, this is not the only basketball game we have going on tonight. Giltner and Riverside are currently playing on the Breeze 94.5. Also out of the FKC tonight, you have SEM playing in North Platte against Mullen. Other games tonight, Alma and Burwell playing at Kearney High. And in the B5 final at Grand Island tonight, it is Aurora and York all tipping off at 7. We'll take a look at the starters for tonight's game right after this timeout. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the Broncos of Juanita Palisade, number 11 is a five foot eleven inch junior. Cash Uris averages 10.5 points a game. Number 13 is a 6'2'' senior, Brody Nordhausen. He gets you 8 points a game. The leading score is number 14, 6'1'' senior, Greg Gaston, at 19.5 points a game. Number 32, 6'1 sophomore Duncan Rector, just under nine points a game. And number 35, six-foot sophomore Dennis Cavanaugh, 5 points a game. Juanita Palisade averages 60 points a game. Offensively to Wilcox Hildreth is 53. The head coach is Dave Coolin, assisted by Rod Gaston, 18 and 6 on the season. For the Wilcox Hildreth Falcons, number 10 is a six-foot sophomore, Aaron Jenkins, six points a game. Number 12, a 6'2 junior, Garrett Ortgesen, just under 7 a game. The leading scorer is number 14, six-foot junior, Caleb Springer, at 14 a game. Number 15 is a 6'1 senior, Lance Asperger just under 7 a game. And right at 10 points a game, number 50, the 6'4 junior, Lance Browerholtz. The head coach of the wilcox Hildreth Falcons is Blake Farnbrook, assisted by Matthew Nelson. wilcox Hildreth is 15-10 and 10 on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by 5 Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. Juanita Palisade, fairly young. The two senior starters, one junior starter. Everybody else on the roster is either a freshman or a sophomore. No injuries to report tonight. That's a good thing. But Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, if you are injured, will get you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. The D24 District Final. Wilcox Hildreth, Juanita Palisade will tip off next.
2: Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden.
1: Well, Benji Klein and a Carney area crew... We'll be doing the officiating here tonight, so a few of us made the trip about an hour and a half west. Wilcox-Hildreth is the home team in a white with blue trim, the traveling red and white trim for Juanita Palisade, and you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're ready to go as the ball is in the air, and Wilcox-Hildreth will control the opening tip, and I'll tell you what. I believe the Falcon fans have traveled a little bit better here to Southwest as holds on the high post kicks it out of the right wing. Ort Giesen drives baseline. Juanita Palisade is going to start with a zone defense here, trying to keep an eye down on the block on Caleb Springer. Top of the key, open three, Jenkins fires. Jenkins all the way down, and it spun out. The rebound brought down by Brody Nordhausen, and then the pass knocked away. Boy, I was about ready to call that one good. It was so far down, it had just about disappeared, but spits back out and Juanita Palisade will have their first possession. Bringing the ball up the floor will be the sophomore, Duncan Rector. Looks like man-to-man to start the game for the Falcons. Rector will drive to the right side, hand it off there to Gaston, who gets you over 19 a game. Left hand dribble to the elbow, pulls up from 12. Shot no good, rebound over the back. It'll be Caleb Springer getting the board, and our first foul of the game will be over the top on Juanita Palisade. Foul called on Duncan Rector. And we are playing the first minute of this D24 district. Second possession for the Falcons. Up top with it is Jenkins. Dribbles hard to the right side. Bounce pass going out to get it. Ortgesen drives baseline. Pulls up from eight and hits it. Garrett and hits the jumper. And I'll tell you what, just here in the first minute, first look at the Wadita Palisade Broncos. Wilcox Hildreth appears to be a little bit quicker than they do. Here's a shake and bake at the other end. A near walk that time, but handling it is Rector. Then on an inside entry pass, a reach-in foul on the Falcons. Usually the team that scores more is a little more speedy, a little more up and down the floor. The foul called on Lance Aspergren will be the first here on Wilcox Hildreth. And Juanita Palisade will dump the ball into the left-hand corner to Nordhausen. Nobody guards him, so he'll hit the 15-footer. First bucket of the ball game belongs to Nordhausen of Juanita Palisade. Tied at two. Up the floor with it, Wilcox Hildreth on the left wing. Tries to get it to Grower, double-team. They'll get it into Springer. Springer has it knocked out of his hands. Turnover, Wilcox Hildreth. Up the floor with it will be Kavanaugh. He'll turn and kick it back. Kavanaugh kind of a three-point shooter out here with Rector. He'll hand it off. Driving left side, looking for some room. Nice dish-off by Gaston into the paint. But Juanita Palisade drops the basketball. Kick it back out around the right side of the key to Duncan Rector. Drives in, has the ball stripped away. Turnover, Broncos. And the number's not there in transition, so the ball will be brought up on the left side of the key, Aaron Jenkins. Over to the top to Ortgesen. On the right wing, they'll get it to Aspergrim. Back up top, Ortgiesen for three. Off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound pulled down by Rector of Wapaw, and up the floor he will bring it. Man-to-man again by the Falcons, two minutes in, and it's 2-2. Here on Classic Hits 98.9 and Preps.com. Off the high curl screen, Cashieras kicks it off the right side, Gaston for three, and it's good. The first three-pointer of the ball game for Juanita Palisade. They knock it down, and they have scored the last two buckets to take the 5-2 lead. Wapaw picks it up at the top of the circle here. It's a different-looking defense here. Not quite a box and one as they get it to Grower Holtz. Turnaround jumper right block, well defended. It's no good, but the loose ball is picked up by Aaron Jenkins. Jenkins tries to lob it inside to Grower Holtz. He has to come all the way outside to grab the basketball, and they'll reset Aspergren. Kicks it left baseline to Jenkins. Jenkins travels with the basketball as he started to penetrate the baseline. Second turnover here for the Falcons. Ball well, will come back over to Juanita Palisade, and our postseason basketball action is brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Health Care. Your care, our inspiration. Again, the girls' state tournament will get underway Thursday. We'll talk more about that when we get to halftime. Right now, though, a Juanita Palisade team that... Had some pretty good teams, had some pretty good years from mid-2000s to the last time they went to state, 2013. Yeris going to go all the way off the dribble, nowhere to go, tries to dish it into the paint, and all that's there is Big 5-0 and Lance Grauerholtz will come away with a steal. Two turnovers apiece here, and it's going to be three now as it's turned over by Wilcox Hildreth, trying to go coast-to-coast behind the back, Gaston has it poked away out of bounds. It'll stay with the Broncos. So maybe try to do just a tad too much that time after the steal. Juanita Palisade will throw it in underneath their own hoop. Gets it back side. Rector covered. Puts it up. It rattles in and out. No good. Good defense that time. And Lance Aspergren will get the rebound here. Push it up the floor. Kick it over on the wing to Jenkins. Dribbles inside the arc. Gets even deeper but doesn't want the shot. Throws through the paint. Over to Giesen on the baseline. They'll get it to the big fella. Grauer holds. Back to Ortgesen. Back door is open. They lob it to Jenkins. Off the window from 5. Aaron Jenkins slapping those hands together, and they noticed him sneaking in behind the defense, and it's 5-4. Wilcox-Hildreth trailing by one. Up the floor, Uris gives it off to Gaston, who hit a three off the screen, expected to have an open look, didn't. Hand in his face, Aspergren. Now a deep three by Gaston. That one is off the mark, no good. And Holtz will pull down the rebound, and we're going to get a timeout right after he does that by Wilcox-Hildreth, brought to you by Nebraska-Land National Bank. With 4.09 to go in the first quarter, it's Wadena Palisade 5, Wilcox-Hildreth 4.
2: AgTech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer, Reggie and Chad Orgidson. They know what it means to offer full service agronomy in addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgidson with AgTech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technology is what they do. A very practical of the Wilcox-Hildreth Athletes. Good luck, Falcons.
1: With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda, back at Southwest High School here in Bartley. Want to thank all the folks for their hospitality and putting our game on. As Grauerholt steps through the double team, he is well-covered, shot no good. Rebound, Ortgeisen. he's in all kinds of traffic, kicks it out for a three, and it is good. Lance Aspergren on the second effort for Ortgeisen to keep that basketball alive and back to a two-point lead here. For Wilcox Hildreth, 7-5. Off the screen and give. Three-pointer Years in the left-hand corner. No good. Rebound pulled down. Offensively put back up. No good by Nordhausen. It was an air ball and run down in the corner by Duncan Rector. So Juanita Palisade, a third attempt this time down the floor. Trailing 7-5, 320 to go here in the first quarter. A lot of curl screens against the man-to-man. Juanita Palisade not afraid to step through. And this time they'll get a blocking foul called. This will go on the Falcons' Garrett Giesen, his first, and the team's second. Bronco ball underneath their own hoop. Kavanaugh to throw it in, trying to keep an eye on Gaston. They get it to him at the top of the circle, drives into the paint, kicks it off the baseline, nice step through, layup good, Duncan Rector. As Wilcox held with double down on the leading score, Gaston, he was able to find the open man, and we are tied at seven with three minutes to go here in quarter number one. Right wing with it is Jenkins, outside the key, top of the circle to Garrett Ortgees, just playing catch here with Jenkins. Dribbles right baseline, runs into the defender, throws it up, and will go to the line and shoot two. That's what I was saying the first minute or so of the game, Juanita Palisade really wasn't moving their feet. They were just kind of stepping, stepping, didn't look all that fast, and they get dinged for a foul here on Cashier as his first and the team's second. The free throw good by Aaron Jenkins. And checking into the ball game now for Wilcox Hildreth is going to be Jackson Van Lanningham, the six foot senior coming in off the bench. Second free throw on the way, and that is too strong. But a long rebound run down all the way in the corner by Dennis Cavanaugh, his first board here for Wadi the Palisade. 8 7, Wilcox Hildreth. Gaston drives into the double team again, kicks it out for another three. This one's no good by Yeris. The rebound. Deflects off and goes to Sidney Gruel, who also checked in during that last break in the action when Van Lanningham came in. Tried to dip it inside, nothing there. So Gruel grabs a loose ball, and then he gets fouled. Ball was deflected. Gruel grabs it. Gruel's going to the line to shoot two. Both teams, even Wilcox, might have a little bit more depth to talk about. Gruel averages about 3.5 points a game. The free throw is up and in. That'll make it 9 to 7. And the second free throw is also good. So Gruel hits them both. And it's a three point lead for Wilcox Hildreth after the Nordhausen foul. 10 7, Wilcox Hildreth. 2.25 to go here in quarter number one. Wilcox Hildreth dribble left, back right. Hand it off there to Gaston. A lot of curl screens around the elbow and the top of the key. He'll come over, hand it off to Duncan Rector. Up to the top of the circle, stutter, dribble, working there on Van Lanningham, and lost the ball out of bounds, trying to hand it off to Cashieras. Tell you what, if you added all the passes up in the first six minutes of the game by Juanita Palisade, they'd average about a foot and a half. There's not a lot of long passes, skip passes, outlet passes. It's really just screen and hand, screen and hand so far. 10-7, Falcons trying to add to it here with Jenkins at the top of the circle. Gruel, right baseline, runs into the double team, and this time they'll call the walk. Wave off the layup for Van Lanningham. Gruel stepped through, made the pass to Jackson, who would have had the deuce, but they say an extra step taken there by Wilcox Hildreth. Fourth turnover for the Falcons. 10-7, 1.50 to go. First quarter in favor of Wilcox Hildreth. Right-hand corner, Greg Gaston. Then the starting five so far has gone all the way for Juanita Palosain. Handed off to Rector, Rector left wing, top of the key, right side, then tries to wrap it around, errant pass, but it's picked up by Gaston, and he hits the three. So a little fortuitous bounce there, and Greg Gaston hits his second three of the ball game to tie it up at 10. with a minute 30 to go here in the first quarter as Jenkins looks inside. They still have the big fella on the floor, this time Van Lanningham, and they just strip it away from behind. He turned to the hoop, but it was ripped right out of his hands by Duncan Rector, and now the Broncos can take the lead back with Yeris on the right wing. Hands it off to Gaston. Trying to give him that screen. Tough three, contested in and out. It was a good-looking shot. It just didn't go, and Gruel will grab his second rebound with a minute to go here in the first quarter, 10-10. Outlet pass left corner, driving baseline, driving it, dribbling it off the foot of the defender is Aaron Jenkins out of bounds to Wilcox Hildreth. And now, with under a minute to go, head coach Dave Kulin will sub in a couple to give his starters a little bit of a breather. Dalton Harshall Road along with Cade Detker. So Harkell Road and Detker come in, and then on the other side, we're going to see a counter here for Wilcox Hildreth, and Caleb Springer will come back in for Aaron Jenkins. So Gruel will drop down and inbound it. Wilcox with ball underneath their own hoop. Gruel looks, looks, first option covered, second option covered, third option to layup. Lance holds after all those cuts. Everybody left holds, and that can't be an easier bucket. His first of the game, 12-10 Falcons. Juanita said, waste no time getting the ball up the floor. They'll get it to Rector. Rector looks at a three, working on Van Lanningham, behind the back for the free throw line. Can't get a shot. Over to Harkle Road. Harkle Road dribbles into the left-hand corner. Hands to Years. Comes into the paint. Knocked away. Steal by Lance Aspergren, Trying to go coast-to-coast. In traffic. Got fouled. Hits the wall. He'll be okay. Asperger goes to the line to shoot two as Dennis Cavanaugh was trying to chase him down. And that'll be the first foul on Cavanaugh. And the fourth team foul on Juanita Palisade. And every foul has been on the shot here so far. So, Wilcox Hildreth's free throw is up and in for Lance Aspergren. He now has four with a three pointer to add to it. Second free throw, Aspergren. That one's no good. Long rebound, race for it. Van Lanningham got a hand on it, but he was going to run out of bounds, so he just knocked it down, and it'll be picked up there by Yeris. 20 seconds to go in the quarter, 13 to 10, Wilcox Hildreth. Yeris. Left elbow, keeps the dribble, hands it off. Quick three on the way. Duncan Rector's an air ball. That leads into an easy rebound and a foul on Grauerholtz. So the three was no good. And that allowed Cade Detker to get the board, and he will go to the line and shoot two. Foul on Lance Grauerholtz, his first third-team foul on the Falcons. And the free throw on the way, and it is too strong, no good. Still 12 seconds on the clock here, so Wilcox goes with... Should get a good last possession here with an opportunity to score. Second free throw now for Detker on the way. It's no good. And Growerholtz sticks the big right paw out there to haul in the rebound. Up front, he'll get it to Gruel across the timeline with eight. He'll go to the trailer. This time it's Aspergren tries the three. It's too strong. Rebound pulled down by Rector, and that'll be the end of the first quarter of play in the 2017 D Two District Four Boys basketball championship game. It is Wilcox Held with 13, Juanita Palisade 10 on Classic Hits and Platriverpreps.com. And welcome back to high school basketball here on KKPR-FM. Carney Wilcox, Hildreth, and the World Wide Web at platriverpreps.com. We we'll go to the second quarter of play, and your score is 13-10. Wilcox, Hildreth, Juanita, Palisade will get the ball to start the second quarter. And with it is Dalton Harkle Road. Harkle Road drives right side, hands it to Gaston, and he did a little too much shaking and Bacon Turns it over, and each team now with five turnovers. I had each team with eight rebounds in the first quarter. Juanita Palisade, 0 of 2 from the free throw line, and Wilcox Hildreth, 4 of 6, three-point shooting. The Broncos, 2 of 7, 1 of 4 for the Falcons. They get it down to Grauerholtz tries to kick it to the slasher. Gruel knocked away, but picked back up by the Falcons, and they'll reset it. Asperger into the left-hand corner. Gruel, a deep three. is going to end up being short that time, and on the rebound, it comes down into the Falcons' hands, but I think they're going to call over the back on Aaron Jenkins or Grauerholtz. Let's see where this one goes. You don't want to get Grauerholtz in foul trouble, and that is his second. He picked up both of them here in the last 90 seconds. And late getting the sub in is Wilcox Hildreth. Ort Giesen is waiting at the table. Off the screen, it's Yuris again. Off the handoff gets it to Gaston. Gaston crosses over, steps through the double team. Nice pass, but a travel. Couldn't handle it cleanly was Detker. And another turnover for Juanita Palisade. A couple of nice looks. Don't forget on Classic Hits, 98-9, they have our game. And on the breeze, 94.5, it's Riverside and Giltner. It is Alma 7, Burwell 4, midway through the first quarter. A game that, and now it's 14-6 Alma after the first quarter over Burwell. Omaha Central led Omaha North at the end of the first quarter, 20-11. to If Central wins, there's a pretty good chance that they will get Carney High in the first round of the State tournament. Still 13 to 10. Wilcox with a minute into the second quarter of play. Falcon ball. Dump it into the right hand corner to Ort Giesen. Back out on the right side of the key. Ball fake. Inside they get it to Gruel. He'll put it up and draw the foul on a great bounce pass from Lance Aspergren. Two quick passes got it right underneath the hoop. And the foul is going to be called on Brody Nordhausen. That'll be his second and the team's fifth. Gruel who made two free throws at the end of the first quarter will miss the first one. Oh, no, it'll crawl over the rim. It hit the front of the rim and had a little extra spin on it. Aurora and York 9-9 into the first quarter in Class B. Second free throw. That one is short. So 1-2 for Gruel. And the rebound brought down by Greg Gaston, his first of the game. 14-10, Wilcox-Hildreth. That is their largest lead. Juanita Palisade will work it to the right wing, get it to Rector, dump it inside to Gaston. Good ball fake. Open 7-footer. Nailed it. That was a great ball fake. Gaston now with 8 of his team's 12 points. And it's 14-12. Into the front court with it will be Gruel, left side of the key, up top to Jenkins. Holds the ball while the other three work the baseline. Looking inside for Springer, he's covered. Now popping out to the right elbow is going to be Aspergren He'll set the ball screen, kick it back out top to Giesen. Now over to the right side, Jenkins, 4-3. It's in and out and in again. And Jenkins with his first three-pointer of the basketball game, 17-12. In favor of Wilcox-Hildreth at the other end. gruel tries to knock it away. He does, but it goes out of bounds, and it'll stay with Wadita palisade In other scores, it is Hartland over Lincoln. Over Lutheran High. 16-10 to at the end of one. Back here, Wadita palisade Up top, Gaston. Spin move, 360, then hands it off, probably walked. If he shoots it, no problem, kicks it out for a three. It'll be Yeris no good, and the rebound pulled down by Wilcox-Hildreth's Caleb Springer. Pretty good job of rebounding those missed threes right now for Wilcox-Hildreth, and they've hit a couple themselves. Here's Gruel, right side of the key, back up top, they'll find Jenkins. Looking to the baseline, nothing there as Juanita Palisade stays with this box and one. The box and one on Springer, the leading scorer throughout the season. Here's the cut into the paint, into a whole bunch of trees. The shot no good by Ortgeisen. Jump ball, arrow points the way of Wilcox Hildreth as Nordhausen and Ortgeisen tie it up. That was a heck of an athletic move by Garrett just to get that shot up. Good play, slashed into the paint. But now he is coming out of the game, and immediately they are taking a look at his hand. They are hauling him to the locker room. So I don't know if he came down wrong, but Ortgiesen is injured with 5.18 to go here in the second quarter. Inbounds pass for three on the way. Aspergren, no good. Rebound brought down by Uris. And he'll bring the ball up the floor. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. But, boy, the way they hauled him in there, it looked like maybe a dislocated finger or something. Uh, I mean, he wasn't writhing in pain, but they knew they were going to the locker room. Here's Gaston at the other end. Drives baseline, tries to throw through on the right side to Nornhausen, knocked out of bounds by Caleb Springer. 4.51 to go in the second quarter. Wilcox Hildreth, 17. And Juanita Palisade, 12. And it looks like there's more guys headed to the locker room here. Maybe an administrator or parent driving in. Gaston lost the handle. It clanks off the glass. Turnover, Juanita Palisade. Coming up with it will be Aspergrin, But he didn't have clear control, so he stops. Gives it off to Gruel. Gruel, they don't get in front of him, so he drives. He scoops. He scores. Sidney Gruel knifing his way into the paint. And a timeout, Juanita Palisade. Wilcox-Hildreth now with their biggest lead at seven, and Juanita Palisade's only scored two points in the quarter. 4.32 to go in the second quarter. It's 19-12, Wilcox-Hildreth. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
4: Carney for a free estimate.
1: 4.32 remaining here in the second quarter of play. Juanita Palisade using their first timeout. And it'll be their basketball down by seven. Bounce pass into the paint. Kicks it back out three. Kavanaugh right corner all net. Dennis Kavanaugh with his first bucket of the ball game. And that's a welcome sight there for Juanita Palisade who have been offensively challenged here the last four minutes. 19-15, 19-15, Falcons by four. They keep it close to the vest right here. Hand it off to Aaron Jenkins. Right out on him, gassed and really trying to pressure the basketball. Bounce pass for Van Lanningham. Got through. Good save by Grul on the baseline. Out top for three. It's in and out. No good. Grul gets the rebound. Then he has it stripped out of his hands by Duncan Rector. Good rebound, but then Rector steps in and makes the good steal, and up the floor come the Broncos. And make it a one possession game here out of the timeout. Rector drives baseline, kicks it out. Gasson now a three. years good. A lot of threes starting to be thrown up in this game by Juanita Palisade. And that seven point deficit is now one. 19 18. Wilcox Hildreth. Gruel right side of the key. Van Lanningham right elbow right back to Sydney. Gruel will hold the ball. They're trying to find a way to get it over there to Jenkins. Jenkins in the left hand corner. Back out to Aspergren. And they have put the big fellow Grauerholz on the bench with those two fouls. There's another three, Aspergren. Another one that bounces around and won't go. Rebounded Nordhausen. And on the run, here comes Kavanaugh. Outlet Gaston pull up three. It's no good. Would have given them the lead. Rebound, Caleb Springer. Right now I have Juanita Palisade four of 11 from three-point land. Wilcox Hildreth one of nine. And it's been a while since the Falcons have scored. 19-18, they have a one-point lead inside Van Lanningham. One dribble, steps through and gets it back up top, Jenkins. Right side, Gruel, open three from the right corner. Short, no good. Rebound to Giras, who boxes out the shooter. And right now, Wilcox Hildreth really missing Grauerholt. He's waiting to check in. Lob inside to Gaston. Gruel comes over to knock it away. Ball loose, but it ends up right in the Broncos' hands underneath. Shot will not fall for Nordhausen. Rebound is brought down. And up the floor comes Jenkins, but because... Coach Farrenbrook wants to get Grauerholtz in the game. He is going to use a timeout. 2.25 to go in the first half. Wilcox held with 19. Juanita Palisade, 18. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Score update at the end of one quarter. Riverside 16, Giltner 11 on the breeze, 94.5. Here it is 19-18, Wilcox-Hildreth, but they've been stuck on 19 back-to-back threes for Juanita Palisade has cut it from 7-1. to Grauerholtz back in, but he hasn't touched it yet. Driving in and getting trapped on the baseline is going to be Asperger and has to throw it back up top. They get it to Grauerholtz at the free throw line. Bounce pass to Gruel. Really aggressive defense by Juanita Palisade. And right now they need to just kick it back out, get a little fresh start. Bounce pass underneath. Gruel on a give-and-go. Forget that. He'll lay it up and in on the assist from Lance Aspergren. They were in no form of an offensive set, but they made the most out of it, and it's 21-18. That snaps the two-minute drought at the other end. Right into the paint. Ball fake. Put it up. No good for Rector. Rebound brought down. Underneath the hoop, it looks like Jenkins will grab that one, get it to Gruel. Minute and a half to go in the first half. The Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. Score updates, Mullen 10, SEM 7 after one. Grauerholtz tries one from the baseline, that's not his shot, and the rebound will be brought down easily by Duncan Rector. Rector up the floor, chasing him down from behind and poking it out of bounds is Aaron Jenkins. The Alma Cardinals taking it to Burwell right now with 3-10 to go in the half. It's 29-13 Alma. Here 21-18, running to Palisade, trails by three, they have the basketball. Wilcox-Hildreth trying to DM up here in their man-to-man. Gruel covering Yeris. He dribbles to the right side to Cavanaugh Tries baseline. Runs out of real estate. Quickly kicks it back up. Another three years Spins around. No good. Ball tapped out of bounds. Last touch by the Falcons. Good hustle down low by Duncan Rector to deflect it off of one of the Wilcox-Hildreth players. 56 seconds to go before halftime. 21-18. Wilcox-Hildreth. to Palisade will throw it in to Gaston. He's got eight points, but it's been a long time since he scored. Get a couple of threes in the first quarter. Gives it off to Yeris, stays on the right wing. Up top, they'll go to Rector. Playing catch with Yeris. Bounce pass into Gaston. They double on him, skip it up to Kavanaugh. One dribble, free throw line jumper. Off the iron, no good. Rebound, Aaron Jenkins gets his fourth. 35 seconds to go in the quarter. No sign that they'll hold it. So Gruel looks to the left corner, and they call a walk. He wanted to pass the ball. Into the left-hand corner to Springer. Changed his mind, and then his foot left the floor. Second turnover of the quarter for Wilcox Hildreth. 29 seconds to go before halftime, and Juanita Palisade has a chance here at the last shot. And we'll have to try and get an update on Garrett Ortgesen's injury that occurred early here in the second quarter. Gaston just dribbling the ball at midcourt. 15 seconds. A three would tie the game at halftime. Falcons letting him do what he wants. Eight seconds. Now here he goes. They open the lane. He drives. Double-team. Ball blocked. Blocked. Shot by Aaron Jenkins. Holt gets the ball up the floor. 30-footer at the horn. No good. But the defensive play underneath. Aaron Jenkins played big here in the second quarter for the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons. As we head to the locker room in the boys' D24 District Championship. Wilcox-Hildreth 21 And Juanita Palisade, 18, kind of a game that is at the Wilcox-Hildreth pace. Juanita Palisade averages 60 per game, only 18 right here. 21 for Wilcox-Hildreth, they average about 53. We'll take a timeout and be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report after this.
2: Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed Representative. Depend on Hogemeyer Hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. AgTech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer, Reggie and Chad Orgidson. They know what it means to offer full service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture, to stacked after stack seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgidson with AgTech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technologies
1: what they do. A very proud support Of the Wilcox Hildreth athletes. Good luck, Falcons. Welcome back to Southwest High School on this final day of February. Our postseason basketball brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. At the half, Wilcox Hildreth 21 and Juanita Palisade 18. We've got uh, what probably is some bad news here checking in on the report. Of what happened to Garrett Ortgiesen who hit the ground hard in a tie-up jump ball situation for Brody Nor- with Brody Nordhausen of Juanita Palisade at the 5:18 mark of the second quarter. He has been taken to the hospital, possible broken arm. He will not return. So uh, hopefully it's not a broken arm, but it could be a dislocation, and uh, they could work with that. But. I knew the way they were rushing him off the floor and the way he was holding it. It's either a dislocated shoulder or a broken arm is the report. We have been told by our Wilcox-Hildred faithful here. So hopefully it's the lesser of the two evils. But Garrett Ortgesen is going to be out for the rest of the game tonight. And that will probably put a little more pressure on Sidney Gruel, who played a little bit more there on the floor in the second quarter after the injury. It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Let's run down some of the other scores as they roll in here. Why not leads Chambers-Wheeler Central at the half, 23-8. to Aurora leads York with 244 to go in the first half, 21-12. to BDS is trailing in their game right now. 24-22 to 22 as they get to halftime. So trailing 24-22 in the ball game there for BDS. Alma has the lead over Burwell as they head towards halftime. And Riverside was leading Giltner, but that is about at halftime. We should have an update for you on the Breeze 94.5 in just a moment. A reminder that the Girls State High School basketball tournament gets underway on Thursday. And we will have five of our area teams on PlatteRiverPreps.com. The triple header that we have Thursday here on Classic Hits begins at 9 a.m. when Carney Catholic will be taking on Malcolm. And then at 2 o'clock, it will be Ravenna against North Platte St. Pat's. And at 3.45, Kearney High against Lincoln Northeast. On ESPN 1460 on Thursday at 10.45, Elm Creek will play North Central. And Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Ponca will play at 8.45 on 12.30 a.m. K-H-A-S. Class A is at Pinnacle Bank. C1 with Kearney Catholic is at Devaney. Of course, Ord plays after them against Mitchell. C2 will be at Lincoln North Star. Cambridge and Howells Dodge play at 7 o'clock as well. D1 is at Lincoln Southwest uh, where Elm Creek is playing. And then D2 is split. The morning session is Lincoln North Star. The evening session is at Lincoln Southwest. And that's where Red Cloud will play. Why not at 8.45? Again, the score here at the half, Wilcox Hildred with 21, Juanita Palisade 18. We'll look at the numbers right after this.
3: My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor. And so I went to the PA. And one night called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, Orthopedic Surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Landing Healthcare.
4: Your care, our inspiration.
1: Welcome back to Southwest High School here on Classic Hits and RiverPreps.com. Let's take a look at our first half numbers. First off, for Juanita Palisade, Cashieris has hit a three-point bucket. For his total, he has three rebounds. Rody Nordhausen, two points, four rebounds. Greg Gaston leads the team in scoring through the season, and he does here in the first half with eight points and one rebound. Cade Detker has one rebound. Duncan Rector, two points, four rebounds. And Dennis Cavanaugh has hit a three-point bucket and has one rebound. Eight rebounds in the first quarter, six in the second. The Broncos have been to the line one time and missed them both. Three-point shooting. I have two of seven in the first quarter and two of five in the second quarter. Turnovers, four in the first, three in the second. Foul situation, Nordhausen the only player with two. Ten points in the first quarter, eight in the second. And at the half, Juanita Palisade, 18 points, 14 rebounds. 0 of 2 from the free throw line, 4 of 12 from three-point land, and seven turnovers. For Wilcox Hildworth, Sidney Gruel, seven points off the bench. And that is the leading scorer right now. He has three rebounds. Aaron Jenkins, six points, four rebounds, and a block. Garrett Ortgesen, who we said injured his arm or shoulder, was taken to the hospital. Going to finish with two points, two rebounds. Caleb Springer, the leading scorer for Wilcox Hildreth, has not scored. He hasn't got many looks against this box in one. He has three rebounds. Lance Aspergren, four points and a rebound. And Lance Grauerholtz has two points and two rebounds. Eight rebounds in the first quarter, seven in the second. Free throw shooting four of six in the first, one of two in the second. Three-point shooting for the Falcons, one of four in the first, one of six in the second. Turnovers, five of the first and two in the second. Foul situation, holds the only player with two. Wilcox-Hildreth had 13 points in the first quarter, eight in the second. And at the half, Falcons, 21 points, 15 rebounds, five out of eight at the free-throw line, two of ten from three-point land, one block and seven turnovers. At the half, Wilcox-Hildreth, 21. Juanita Palisade, 18, in the boys' D2 District 4 championship game here on Classic Hits. And this has been the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next.
4: located in Sutton. Genetics first, traits second. At Aurora Cooperative, our customers can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre, as each field has its own story to tell. The story for your field begins with the right genetics and the right crop management recommendations, which includes fitting the right traits to the right acre. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our early pay, volume, and in-house financing options, speak with an Aurora Cooperative Agronomists. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work.
1: With our producer-engineer Jeff Heckstrom, Doug Duda back with you here at Southwest High School as we are ready to get the second half underway with the score Wilcox-Hildreth 21 and Juanita-Palisade 18. At the half, the UNK women lead Lindenwood 20-19. to 19. In high school hoops, Riverside leads Giltner 40-23. Halftime on the breeze, 94.5. Alma leads Burwell 32-20. to 20. At the half, should get a Mullen SCM update momentarily as Juanita Palisade will get the ball to start the third quarter. Try a little pick and roll, but it's not there. So Gaston will put the ball on the floor, off the screen, pulls up from 10 and hits it. Greg Gaston with a team high and game high 10 points, 21-20. And now they've decided to put some pressure on to see how they can handle it. And gruel will start the second half here for Wilcox-Hildreth as the ball is deflected around. And nice play by holds to save it. Out of bounds off Juanita Palisade. So Gruel will get the start in the second half in place of the injured Garrett Ortgesen. And he will take it out underneath their hoop. Gruel, baseline, lobs it all the way out top. Aaron Jenkins gives it over to Aspergren. Gruel now on the block. They get it to Ortgesen. Turn around, five-footer, in and out, no good. Ball is deflected into the corner to Greg Gaston. And a chance to take the lead now. For Juanita Palisade, Gaston turns and hits the trailer, Cash They were down as many as seven at 19-12. Baseline drive, Gaston got inside, made it, draws the foul. And a chance at a three-point play for Greg Gaston. Foul going to be called on Aaron Jenkins, his first. First of the half. And that's the first lead for Juanita Palisade since it was 5-4. They were up 5-2 for their biggest lead. And the free throw now for Gaston. His first of the game is up and in. He's got five straight to start the third quarter. And it's 23-21. And Juanita Palisade gets a gift. The Falcons throw it in. They were going to throw it to Sidney Gruel, who was open. He was looking to see what the pressure was set up. Wasn't even paying attention. Well, he was paying attention. He wasn't looking. And the inbounds threw it when he wasn't looking. Off the screen, Gaston for three, and he hit it. Uh Uh-oh. Greg Gaston scores eight points in the first minute of the third quarter of play, and it is 26-21. Juanita Palisade comes out on fire. Gaston comes out on fire, and too much reaching here. Kavanaugh will commit the foul, his second, for Juanita Palisade. Wilcox Hildreth's got to show that same energy they came out to start the basketball game with and not let the injury to Garrett Ortges and bother them. 26-21, Gruel on the right wing. Get Crowerholtz involved into the paint, and again, too much pushing. Kavanaugh looks like he just got back-to-back fouls, bodying up inside on Lance Asperger. Another halftime score, Aurora 26, York 16. So Kavanaugh will check out with those three fouls, and back in will be Dalton Harkel Road. Road checks in. So Juanita Palisade up by five in a hurry after trailing by three to start the third quarter of play. They leave Jenkins alone. Doesn't take the three over to Gruel. Ball fake back to Jenkins. Now he'll take the three. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Rebound Gruel. Gruel got tripped up. Ball out of bounds. Belongs to Wilcox Hildreth. No foul, but it will be Wilcox Hildreth basketball. Offensive board there by Sidney Gruel. Gruel looks underneath. Nothing there. Grauerholtz again. They got this in the first half. They get it again. Lance Grauerholtz has only two buckets and both off inbounds layups. 26-23 in favor of Juanita Palisade. 6.15 to go here in the third quarter of play. Gaston feeling it. Grauerholtz is on him and a man-to-man. He's trying to draw him out and take him to the hoop. He takes a tough fadeaway jumper and hits it. Holy cow. Ten points in the first two minutes for Gaston. All the points here in this third quarter, and now a steal by Gaston coming into the play, in the paint, a foul, and Wilcox Hildreth has used two timeouts, but they're gonna need another one. Coach Blake Farnbrook will call the timeout. Lance Aspergren, his second foul, and the wick has turned. The flame is lit here for the Broncos. They have come out on fire. It is Juanita Palisade 28. Wilcox Hildreth 23. 556 to go in the third quarter.
4: The Protein Design.
0: The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today.
1: Doug Duda back with you here at Southwest. Out of the timeout from Wilcox Hildreth, it'll be Juanita Palisade basketball. Greg Kasten put the Superman cape on at halftime, scoring 10 points in the first two minutes. Takes another shot for the free throw line, and it rolls off the rim. He missed it, but an offensive rebound drug down by his teammate in Dalton Harkle Road, and they'll try it again. That's the first one that he's missed here in this third quarter. They'll switch defensively. Harkle Road drives into the double team. Out to Gaston, quick three. That one was off the mark. That was just a little too quick. And Grauerholtz will get his third rebound. 28-23. Broncos lead the Falcons. Jenkins is free. Comes into the paint. Throws it up. And a late charge call. That was one where you blow the whistle. Think about it for a second. And then call. Blocker charge. Been in that situation a few times myself. You blow that whistle. Replay it in your mind for about a half second. And that time it's a charge on Aaron Jenkins. His second and the team's third. Five seventeen 17 to go here in quarter number three. Wilcox-Hilbert needs to use their defense. They've been outscored here 16-4. to Top of the circle with it. They'll get it to Gaston on a give and go. And there's a grab on Gruel. It'll be his first personal foul. Fourth team foul on the Falcons. Five oh six remains here in the third quarter. 28-23 in favor of Juanita Palisade. Had 18 points the entire first half. They scored 10 in the first two minutes. And they'll throw the basketball in. Almost made a mistake by throwing it to the midcourt line and drawing the over and back. But a good job by Cashiers. he knew what to do. Kicks it over for a three, and it's good. This time, though, it's Duncan Rector that knocks down the three and an eight-point lead for Juanita Palisade trying to break the press. They'll thread the needle. Here comes Springer, and he'll be fouled. Probably before this shot, good pass on the outlet by Gruel. And Springer ends up on the ground. There will be no free throws. The foul on Harkel Road. His first. And the team's third. Falcon ball underneath their own hoop. The throw it in is going to be Jenkins. Into the short corner here to Aspergren Against the man-to-man. Starts to drive up top. Gets it to Gruel. Right side of the key. Back to Jenkins. Over to Gruel. Looking for Van Lanningham in the paint. Grower Holtz is back on the bench right now. So he's on the bench, and then you've got the injury to Giesen. Somebody's going to have to step up. Gruel, baseline, steps around the defender, nearly walk, gives it to Van Lanningham. Good assist. He'll lay it up and in. Jackson Van Lanningham with his first bucket, and it's 31-25. And lately, the Falcons have not been able to hit anything outside. About their last three of their last four buckets have been layups. There's a jumper, Gaston. That comes up way short. He was feeling it. Now he's forcing it a little bit. And the rebound brought down by Van Lanningham. 31-25 midway through the third quarter in favor of Juanita Palisade. Left wing, Gruel. Back up top, they'll get it to Jenkins. Back door, Van Lanningham. Right block, dribble it off his knee. Had to go out and grab it in the corner. And they'll reset it. Right wing to Aspergren. Bounce pass, Gruel. Room in the lane. Pulls up from seven. Sets on the rim, won't go. Ball batted out of bounds. It'll go to Wilcox Hildreth. Helping keep it alive was Caleb Springer. It was his one on the Broncos, too. You're listening to High School Hoops on Classic Hits, KKPR FM, Kearney, Hildreth, Wilcox, Keene, and the World Wide Web at PlantRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. The inbounds pass up top, stolen away, layup. Greg Gaston. If you're going to throw it up top, you can't throw it away. And that is the third turnover of the quarter. Gaston now with 12 in the quarter, 20 in the game. This pressure is bothering wilcox If They break it, reverse layup. Van Lanningham just lost his balance. It didn't need to be a reverse layup, but when he lost his balance, he had to throw it up there in the rebound to Nordhausen. An eight-point lead for Juanita Palisade, looking for more, 33-25. 3.10 to go here in the third. And the Falcons have scored six points here in the last eight minutes. Top of the key, another three on the way. Rector, that one is in and out, no good. Rebound to Sidney Gruel. This time they're able to bring up the floor with no pressure. Gruel will trot it across the timeline. Bounce pass up top to Jenkins. Looking for Van Lanningham. The bounce pass goes right through his hands. Grauerholtz waiting to check in the junior. And we'll get a timeout as Juanita Palisade brings the ball up the floor. It's their second. 2.37 237 remaining in the third quarter of play. It's Juanita Palisade 33, Wilcox over with 25. This out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC.
5: Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time, and what brings a family together better than boating. Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside time for boating, family and friends will be there. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com.
1: Postseason basketball on Platte River Radio brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 237 remaining here in the third quarter of the boys' d 4 district final. Your score, 33 25. Juanita Palisade elsewhere at the half. Mullen leads SCM 24 21. Right now, Juanita Palisade ball finding an open hole. Rector drives, but he put it up too strong. And Lance Grauerholtz will grab his fourth rebound. They'll hand it off to Aaron Jenkins. And into the offensive set, they go up, pull up three on the way. Asprigren will knock it down, his second of the ball game. And that'll cut the lead down to five. A big three for Wilcox Hildreth. 2-10 to go here in the third. Dribbling it off his leg is as He's able to go back and get it and hand it off to Rector. Rector, right side of the key, uses the ball screen, left elbow, kicks it into the corner. Gaston off the screen, pull up jumper from 12, too strong. Good defense by the Falcons. Rebound brought down by Caleb Springer. They're trying to make it a little tougher on Gaston than what happened at the start of the quarter. Van Lanningham into the corner. That's where Krauerholtz is. He wants to dribble in. He does to the double team. Out to Van Lanningham. Up top Jenkins. Back inside. Kick it out three. Asperger this time, though, is short. Krauerholtz gets the rebound. Puts it back up. Draws the foul, but it rolls off the rim. A good look at a three-point opportunity there, but just rolled off the heel. And Lance Krauerholtz will have to earn it here from the line. The foul will be the third of the game on Brody Nordhausen for Juanita Palisade. The team fouls are even at four as the free throw spins out. And no good. For Wilcox Hildreth, they are just a 57% free throw shooting team. And that's exactly the same percentage for Grauerholz. So let's hit the second one and keep it at 50% this time. It's on the way. It's good. Lance now with five points in the basketball game, Juanita Palisade 33, Wilcox held with 29, a minute and a half to go in the third quarter, Cavanaugh brings the ball up the floor for the Broncos, right wing director, back up Cavanaugh, swings it over the left side of the key to Yeris. into the ball game is Cade Detker, trying to box in one, Gaston again. He's on the right block, guarded by Jenkins, in and out, Is for three, off the mark, no good, Grauerholtz does a great job fighting off Decker to pull down the rebound, he's got four in this quarter, and a chance to make it a one-possession game, Van Lanningham for three, it's no good, but an offensive rebound for Aspergren, tries to get it back out to Jackson Van Lanningham and throws it away, five turnovers in the quarter for Wilcox Hildreth. 55 seconds, Gaston jump stop in the lane, pulls up from eight, hit the front of the iron, no good. Rebound pulled down by Caleb Springer, and a whistle on an over-the-back foul on Juanita Palisade. Looks like it'll go against Kay Detker. That'll be his first 50 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. And a little bit of a run here by the Falcons. Need to keep it going, though. They've scored the last two buckets, cutting it from eight to four. Inbounds pass comes to Jenkins up the right side. He wants to go all the way, but went through a triple team and lost the basketball up the floor, coast to coast. Grauerholtz blocks the shot of years. Out of bounds. It'll stay with Juanita Palisade. But a great job by Lance Grauerholtz. Both fans should be applauding that one. Great play to get the ball, Juanita Palisade. Great job by the big fella to come back and swat it away. Bronco basketball underneath their own hoop. And to throw it in will be Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, short corner, gives it right back to him. He'll come into the paint, little one-hand leaner, no good. And then he fouls him, trying to get the rebound. That'll be his fourth. Caleb Springer boxed him out. Dennis Kavanaugh with his fourth personal foul. And now 16 fouls on Juanita Palisade, and Coach Kulin's going to go to the bench. And coming in, looks like Joel Maris for the first time a 5-10 sophomore 34 seconds to go in the quarter the Falcons are down by four Grauerholtz gets it to Jenkins Lance is in the middle of this press break makes the pass up ahead to Aspergren gets into the free throw line back out open three Jenkins got it it's a one-point game It's been a game of runs, and the Wilcox Hildreth fans come to their feet. Fifteen seconds to go in the third. Juanita Palisade has not turned it over in the quarter. That's how they've got this lead, but the eight-point lead down to one. Five seconds to go. Yeris off the screen, swings it left side. Baseline, runner at the horn is off the mark. Grauerholtz will get the rebound on the power lob. Missed, and after Hargill Road missed it, Grauerholtz gets his fifth rebound of the quarter. So it's a one-point game. Going to the fourth corner with a state tournament ticket to be punched. Wadita Palisade, 33. Wilcox Hildreth, 32. Here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
5: Community is a place that means coming together. A place where smiles are warm where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more.
1: The fourth quarter begins, and Juanita Palisade has a one-point lead. Will hildreth has the ball. They get it to Graerholz, left block, triple-team him, throws it out top, and it's going to go over and back over the head of Lance Aspergren. Time now for our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weaches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about Seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Really the key was not only Gaston scoring all those points in the third quarter, but the lack of turnovers. Seven turnovers in the second half for Wilcox-Hildreth, none for Juanita Palisade. Greg Gaston scored 10 points in the first two minutes of the third quarter, 12 overall in the quarter, 20 game-high points, but 12 of the 15 were from him, and after those first two minutes, they really slowed down. The defense was much better here for Wilcox-Hildreth, trying to drive in as Nordhausen kicks it back out. Gaston, he's got room, takes it at Graerholz, lays it over the top and in. That's a good set that time. For Juanita Palisade, he's got 22, and it's 35-32. That press is on, and a timeout going to be called. Only one remaining. They were in trouble. Wilcox-Hildreth has to be able to handle the press. That's why they were turning the ball over a little bit there in the third quarter. 7-21 remaining in the game. It is Juanita-Palisade 35, Wilcox-Hildreth 32. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska-Land National Bank. Wilcox Hildreth with the basketball, out of the timeout. So they will be down by 3, trying to get it inside to the big fella. A little jump hook on the right baseline, bounces in for Lance Grauerholtz, who now has 7, 35 Nine for Jenkins, 7 for Gruel, Aspergren, and Grauerholtz. A lot more balance for the Falcons compared to the 22 for Gaston for Juanita Palisade. Trying to get a little room on the outside. Got Need, kicks it over to the right side. Here's a 3 by Yeris, it's all met. Cash Yeris with his second three of the ball game. I have Juanita Palisade 7 of 18 from three-point land. And for Wilcox-Hildreth, they are 3 of 14 as they break the press. Aspergen holds the ball in the right wing. Back door was open, but they were late getting it there. And jumping in front of Van Lanningham is Yeris. He'll make the steal. Turnover number 15 for Wilcox-Hildreth. 38-34 Broncos, 6.5 to go in the game. Here on Classic Hits. We talked about the turnovers being seeds to success. If Juanita Palisade can help Gaston with just a couple of buckets here, they're going to get this one. As Gaston, turnaround jumper three is no good. And it'll be brought down by Caleb Springer, his seventh rebound of the game. Quickly into Van Lanningham. He got himself into some trouble, and he's bailed out by a foul. And one and one now the rest of the way. So Jackson Van Lanningham... He and Gruel have had to play a little bit more. Gruel not as much here over the last five minutes due to the injury to Garrett Ortgesen early in the second quarter. The foul is the first on Greg Gaston, and the front of the one-and-one for Van Lanningham is no good. And the rebound will be brought down by Nornhausen. Van Lanningham just a 48% free-throw shooter, so not one of the better guys to have at the line. Four-point lead here for Juanita Palisade. Gaston working down low on Aspergren. Getting free underneath Yeris. He'll put it up over two outstretched hands. It's too strong. And there's Caleb Springer with another rebound, his eight. Now the Falcons need a bucket. Had a couple opportunities here. This is the third trip down at 38-34. Keeping it outside the arc, Holtz comes up to the high post, but dribbling is Aaron Jenkins to the right wing. Gives it to Aspergren. Growerholtz has to have a big fourth quarter. Or they're going to need a lot of threes. Dump it into Springer. Springer double teamed on the right block. One-hand jumper short. And the rebound brought down by Nordhausen, his seventh. So multiple opportunities to cut it to two. And Will heldrith hasn't been able to do it. Left-hand corner is Harkle Road. Looking to get it into Gaston. couple of dribbles. They'll reverse it quickly out top to Rector. On the right wing to Nordhausen. Weak side there. Now Gaston slides over. Five minutes to go. Up top, Rector dribbled off his leg, but it rolls right over to Gaston at the three-point arc. One-on-one, working on Jenkins to the baseline. Runs into the defender, but Van Lanningham was late getting there. I'm not even sure he was late getting there. He just didn't square up. He got there. If he'd have planted that left foot on the baseline, either it would have been a turnover or he should have got the charge, but he just didn't get squared up to Gaston, and that'll be the first foul on Jackson Van Lanningham. Fifth foul on Wilcox Hildreth, and so it will be... An in inbounds play. Backdoor got it in. Layup good. Brody Nordhausen came off of a little screen, and the lead is back to 6, 40 to 34. Bonita Palisade, who was down 21-18 at the half. Into the front court's Crowerholz, but he's dribbling and he's dribbling. That is not what they want. Gets to the baseline, throws it away. And Wilcox Hildreth only has one timeout remaining. The turnovers are killing the Falcons right now. What they were getting in the first half, they're not even really getting looks at here in the second half. Bounce pass down to Gaston. Spin move right at the rack, lays it over the front of the rim. And in, 24 for Gaston, in the lead back to eight. Six in a row here for Juanita Palisade, 42-34. Gruel into the front court, steps around a defender, right in front of his own bench, through the double team now. Kicks it back out top, Jenkins. Over to Gruel, right wing, down on the block. Foul on Juanita Palisade. Grabbing the arm is Greg Gaston. That'll be his second. And to the line to shoot the one-and-one is Caleb Springer. Springer, the leading scorer on the season, has not scored a single point tonight for Wilcox Hildreth. Midway through the fourth quarter, he needs some free throws, and the first one is up and in. So the first point of the game, and just the third point of the fourth quarter here for Wilcox Hildreth. 42-35, 42-35, Waddy to Palisade, second free throw, good. Both of them pure, both of them right through the heart. Now it's up to the Falcon defense. 42-36, Waddy to Palisade, Cunningham into the right wing. Gaston really working down low against Jenkins in the box in one. Comes off a couple of screens. Good job by Jenkins to deny it. Get it up top to Rector. Ball fake, pulls up from ten. Rolls off the rim, no good. Holz does another good job. to pull down his eighth rebound. He's been big on the boards here in the second half. Kruel will bring the ball up the floor here. They'll sag a little bit, and he'll give it off to Aaron Jenkins. Jenkins, right side of the key, bounces into Grauerholt. A little one-hand jumper. That's a little farther away, but he hit it. Lance for about nine away. Back-to-back buckets, cuts it to four. 42-38, timeout. Juanita Palisade. They'll have two remaining. Three 18 remains in this D24 Boys District Championship game. It is Juanita Palisade forty two. Will Coxhill with thirty eight Bronco Ball when we come back on Classic Hits. Back in the Nebraska-Land National Bank broadcast booth here at Southwest High School in Bartley. 3.18 to go. Juanita Palisade with the ball and a 42-38 lead out of the timeout. Try to get it inside, reaching around and poking it away is Aaron Jenkins. The first turnover of the half for the Broncos. Up the floor, Gruel, left wing. Kicks it back out, top Jenkins. Tried to get it into Grower, holds the ball's tipped, and Wilcox-Hildreth gives it right back. Their seventh, 17th turnover of the game, tenth of the half, plus nine for Wapa here in the second half. And all that did was run about 30 seconds off the clock. Try to get it down low. On the left block they do and dribbling into the corner is Rector. Rector will dribble it all the way out top. Again, Jenkins and Gaston really working one-on-one here. Gaston trying to keep it out of his hands, but they get it to him. He'll turn. He'll score. Greg Gaston has 18 in the second half. 44-38. 2.25 to go. Gruel Cox hildreth has got to be crisp with these passes. Jump pass back to Sydney from Grauerholtz. And grauerholtz got to get in the paint. Doesn't need to be around the guard area. Sydney brings it into the paint, runs into the defender, and a blocking foul will be called. The two officials looked at each other. Looks like they'll agree on this. It'll be free throws, but I think a one-and-one one for Sidney Gruel. That was a bang-bang 50-50. Obviously, the 1-8 of Palisade folks, not a big... Agreer with the call. Gruel, all seven of his points in the first half, three of four at the line. It's the third foul on Craig Gaston. Front end of the one and one for Gruel. It's up, it's in. 44 39. Again, the game turned in the first two minutes of the third quarter where Craig Gaston scored 10 in a row to turn a three point deficit into a seven point lead. Second free throw, Gruel spun off the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Kavanaugh, his second. 2.10 to go. Juanita Palisade, 44. Wilcox Hildreth 39. Wilcox trying to trap the ball across the timeline. They make Yuris pick the ball up top to Gaston. Gaston bounce past Kavanaugh, drives baseline. Ball slipped out of his hands, turned over. He was just going to pull up and kick it out. And it just slipped right out of his hands. 145 to go. Five-point deficit for Wilcox Hildreth. Be patient. Work it through Crower Holtz. Kicked it out top. Now Lance comes out, shoots a three. No good. Gruel got the offensive rebound. Put it up. It's blocked. It's out of bounds. But a foul called on one of the Palisade. Wilcox Hildreth, don't get away from what you do. Have the right guys shooting the basketball. So let's see what happens down low here. Two free throws coming up for Sidney Gruel and it's the fourth foul on Brody Nordhausen. Free throw, Gruhl is up and in. 44-40, Wadena Palisade a minute, 34 to go in a basketball game. Second free throw. Gruel can make it a one possession game. It's on the way, it's in. gruel six of eight at the line, 44-41, full court pressure on. They get it to Gaston. Gaston down the middle of the floor and the Broncos need to be patient. Don't take a bad shot here. Gaston still dribbling, and then he gets bodied up. Foul called on Aaron Jenkins. Hipped him out at the top of the circle. Now we will not shoot free throws because it's just the sixth team foul. And for Jenkins, that'll be his third. So it will be wanting to Palisade ball underneath their own hoop. 44-41, they lead with a minute 25 to go. Don't forget at the end of the game, the New West Post game show. Kavanagh to throw it in. Looking for Gaston. He's covered. They'll have to go to the outlet. Way up top to Yeris. Dumps it into the right-hand corner to Rector. And he'll get it up top to the main man, Gaston. Gaston on Jenkins, trying to shake him. Now backs it out toward half court. Jenkins right on top of him. Has to be careful at poking at it. He loses defensive positioning when he does that. Minute 10 to go. Ball given off to Kavanaugh. Off the screen and switch. Gaston tries to flop. No call. A minute to go. Kavanaugh with the ball. Juanita Palisade, milk and clock. Jenkins tries to tie him up. But they'll call a foul, and Gaston will go to the line. Aaron Jenkins commits his fourth personal foul. And Craig Gaston has only been to the line once for all the points. He's drove a few times. He's hit some from the outside. He's got 26 of the 44. 57 seconds to go. Front end of the one-and-one. One. Gaston puts it up. Gaston hits it. Now, Wilcox-Hildreth has one timeout remaining, Juanita Palisade 2. A jump ball goes to Juanita Palisade. Again, Wilcox-Hildreth, just go down, run your offense. Into Grauerholtz, out for a 3, whichever. Second free throw, Gaston in and out, no good. Springer will pull down his ninth rebound. Baseball pass up the floor. Jenkins got behind, got mugged. He'll shoot 2. They help him up, but it was a hard foul as two Broncos turned around and went, "Uh uh-oh, how did he sneak behind us? Kind of a cardinal sin. The second foul called on Duncan Rector, and that will bring Aaron Jenkins to the line. One of two tonight, nine points. Free throw up, good. Only two buckets in the whole quarter for Juanita, or for uh, Wilcox Hildreth, six points from the line. Second free throw up, no good. Rebound brought down by Brody Nordhausen a three-point lead with 48 seconds baseball pass to the other end they overthrow Years turnover Juanita Palis. hey <laughs> so now Wilcox Hildreth has the ball down three 45 seconds to go again don't need a three work your offense get a good shot Jenkins will bring it up on Gaston with a right-hand dribble stop and give it to gruel gruel top of the key comes into the paint has room bounce pass layup foul He got it to Grauerholtz. I thought Grauerholtz was going to be able to power through that foul and get a three-point play, but he's going to have to earn it from the line again. Lance is one of two, and it is the fifth personal foul on Brody Nordhausen. He will foul out of the game with four points, a team-high eight rebounds, and 35 seconds to go. At the line, Lance Grauerholtz, the only two buckets of the fourth quarter for Wilcox Hildreth. To shoot two. First one on the way. Good. Five in the quarter, ten in the game. 45-43, wanting to Palisade. 35 seconds to go. Grauerholtz going to try and cut it to one. Second free throw up. And no good. Rebound. Tipped around. And Jenkins comes out of there with it. A chance to tie. Jenkins to Grauerholtz. Right elbow. Kicks it up top. 30 seconds to go. Falcons could play for one here. They have a timeout. Coach Farrenbrook checks the clock. Gruel gets it into the corner. Jenkins back to Gruel. Right elbow into the double team. Jump ball. Arrow points the way of Juanita Palisade. They probably should have used the timeout, but they still have it. And that's a turnover for Wilcox Hildreth. Each team a crucial turnover here in the last 40 seconds. 18 seconds remaining, and now Juanita Palisade will call a timeout. They have one remaining. 18 seconds to go in the contest. Somebody's going to state, and somebody's staying home. Juanita Palisade has the ball, and a 45-43 lead over Wilcox Hildreth. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The bank with a true Carney connection. Good things will happen. Postseason basketball on KKPR-FM, Carney hastings Grand Island, brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 18 seconds remains in this D24 boys district championship game. Juanita Palisade, 45. Wilcox-Hildreth, 43. Juanita Palisade has the basketball after the jump ball. And the arrow going their way. Kavanaugh will throw it in. A foul. They're still in the one and one. Wilcox Hildreth and Juanita Palisade both one timeout remaining. Kavanaugh to throw it in. And they will guard the inbounds with Lance Aspergren. Here we go. Kavanaugh gets it in easily to Gaston. And they fouled him quickly. They had him trapped in the corner. But they decide not to let the time run off. And Greg Gaston, two of three at the line. One of two his last trip. Will be there to shoot a one-and-one, and, one and he can make it a two-possession game if he hits them both. Third foul on Aspergren, And Juanita Palisade not even going to put anybody down there to rebound it. So here we go. Gaston, front end of the one-and-one. One. It's on the way, and it is bouncing in. Hit the front of the rim and went in. So it's a three-point game, 46-43. If he makes it, Will Cox Hildworth needs a bucket and a timeout. Second free throw for Gaston. On the way, and it is no good. Rebound, Grauerholtz. A three would tie it. Up the floor, they'll get it to Aspergren. Back to Grauerholtz. He'll try the three. He'll hit the three! We're tied at 46. Still five seconds to go. Wapa knocked away, and we have a timeout. We have a timeout, Juanita Palisade. The ball was knocked away. Wilcox Hildreth had it. They almost committed the foul. But how about Grauerholz pulling up and hitting the three-pointer to tie it at 46. The officials discussing who should have the ball, and they are going to agree that the timeout occurred before the ball was loose. And you have to give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt on that. I mean, he hits the three to tie it. The coach probably is yelling timeout immediately. But how about a three-pointer from Lance Grauerholz Only the fourth of the entire game. And Lance now has eight in the quarter and 13 overall. This is not over yet. 46-46. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll keep it here. Check a couple of other scores for you. It is Burwell. Big rally to take a 46-45 lead over Alma with 2.5 to go. Riverside leads Giltner after 3-57-40. And that's on the breeze, 94.5. But why would you turn away from what we've got right here? Wilcox-Hildreth, 46. Wadena-Palisade, 46. 3.9 seconds to go. And Wapa has to go the length of the court. Dennis Kavanaugh, will they play safe, shoot a half-quarter, or will they throw the home run ball? Deep at the other end is Cade Detker, the 6'5 sophomore. And here we go, Kavanaugh. Throws it in short. They get it to Gaston. Gaston from 27 feet on the way, and it's overtime. Got a pretty good look for 3.9. Put it up strong, and we go to overtime. We'll be back with overtime in the D24 boys district final right after this. I want to remind you that fouling out for Juanita Palisade is Brody Nordhausen, who has their most rebounds, and out since the five-minute mark of the second quarter, Garrett and taken to the hospital with either a broken arm or maybe a uh, shoulder out of socket. So we go to overtime, we re-jump, and it will be brought down by Juanita Palisade. Tied at 46. Both teams led big in this 7 by Wilcox, 8 by Juanita Palisade. So it will be their basketball in the left-hand corner. It'll be Detker. Gets it to Gaston. Gaston, good ball fake. Comes inside, draws the foul on Holtz. That'll be the third on Lance. Ninth team foul. Greg Gaston scored 12 in the third quarter, and he scored eight in the fourth. He's got 28 points as he goes to the line here to shoot two. Every foul the rest of the way is two both ways. Free throw short. Had a chance to make it a four-point game with 16 seconds and made one of the two. Second free throw coming up for Gaston to break this overtime tie. His dad, the assistant coach, the free throw too strong. And Holtz will pull down his 10th rebound. He's got the double-double and gives it to Sidney Gruel. Gruel will bring the ball across the timeline. First possession of overtime for Wilcox Hildreth. Up top to Aspergren, swings it over to Gruel, back up to Lance, comes to the right side for Jenkins. Jenkins playing with four fouls to Aspergren, passes on the three, bounce passes kicked by Duncan Rector. Grouerholtz, Gruel, along with Jenkins, Springer, and Aspergren on the floor for Wilcox Hildreth. Gruel wide open, doesn't take the three, dribbles into the paint, takes the 13-footer, it's no good. Rebound pulled down by Yaris, and here come the Broncos. Cash will bring it across the timeline into the corner. Kavanaugh passes on the open 12-footer. Back to Yeris to Kavanaugh behind the line. One dribble to Yeris. He'll try another three-pointer. It's good. Cash Yeris has three threes in the basketball game. And the first points of our overtime are three from Yeris. Now Gruel breaks the press all the way in. The layup is good. Sidney Gruel with a dozen points. 49-48. Juanita Palisade, 2.45 to go in overtime in the D24 boys district final. Bronco ball on the left wing. Rector back up top, Uris Kavanaugh. Right now just running off a lot of screens. They're trying to sneak the big fella inside. They force it in to Greg Gaston, and he just didn't have a chance. Turnover, Juanita Palisade. Just their 11th of the game compared to 18 for Wilcox Hildreth. Dribbling in, Asperger gets too deep, throws it into a whole bunch of people. We are going to get a steal for Juanita Palisade. Thought for a minute a jump, but Juanita Palisade will steal the basketball away. Yuris late getting up out of that scrum. The official checks to see if he's okay, and he'll come up the floor and take the ball. Two minutes to go in overtime. Juanita Palisade by one. Get it into to in the paint. Tries to bounce pass back door to Detker, but there is a kickball. ball. And it will be underneath the hoop here. For Juanita Palisade. Each team gets another timeout here. So two for Juanita Palisade, or one for Juanita Palisade, two for Wilcox Hildreth. Cavanaugh to throw it in on the base sign for Wapa into the corner. Yarris yeah. back up top to Gaston who hands it right back to Cash. Try to get things set up here. Off the inbounds, right wing they'll go to Rector. Rector back up top, Yarris. Nearest kicks it over the left wing, working it around the perimeter, just trying to open that lane to find gas. And They get it to him on the block. Works on Grauerholtz. Covered out to Kavanaugh for three. It doesn't hit anything. It goes out of bounds to Wilcox-Hildreth. Unofficially, I have Juanita Palisade eight for 22 from three as Wilcox-Hildreth gets it in quickly against the pressure. On the backside of this is Aaron Jenkins. He'll handle the basketball. Jenkins up ahead to Gruel, three on two, bounce pass underneath, turnaround jumper is blocked, blocked underneath there by Cade Detker, and we're going to get a whistle and a foul, and let's see who it's on on that loose ball. It appears that it's going to be called on Wilcox Hildreth, and it's going to be on Lance Grauerholtz. the man that hit the three to tie the ball game with six seconds to go. They cannot afford to lose him. Two fouls here in this overtime. He's got four in the game. And that'll put Greg Gaston to the line to shoot two. He missed the two earlier in the overtime. And the free throw is on the way. And this one's good. 50-48. to 48, Juanita Palisade, a three from Yuris. And that free throw, Cruel with the driving layup, the only bucket of the overtime so far for the Falcons. Second free throw. Gaston on the way. And that one bounces off no good. Grauerholtz gets the rebound, and let's see if the Falcons can tie it, 115 to go in overtime, 50-48, to wanting to Palisade, over on the right wing, Gruel. Grauerholtz posting up, one-on-one, they don't get it to him, they'll kick it back out top, Aspergren. Aspergren bounce pass knocked away, Kavanaugh gets the steal, Kavanaugh up ahead to Gaston, Gaston back to Kavanaugh, the runner is good. A four-point game, still 50 seconds to go. Gruel will bring the ball up the floor. Kick it up on the right wing to Asperger. again, run your offense. You've got time. Up to Gruel, looking for Jenkins. Gruel backs in, kicks it off here to Springer. Back up top. Asperger. Bounce past to Jenkins for three. It is too strong. Rebound running to Palisade. Into the hands of Detker. That's who they want to foul, and I think they do, with 30 seconds to go. And the Falcons, just too many turnovers. They've had opportunities, but Greg Gaston's ability to slash to the hoop has been better than anybody else tonight. The foul on Caleb Springer, his first, but this will be the first free throw for the sophomore, Cade Detker. He'll shoot two, the first one, in and out, no good. 52-48, Juanita Palisade. Wilcox-Hildreth trying to find a way to get back in this one. Second free throw, Detker on the way, no good. And the rebound is grabbed to the right-hand corner by Caleb Springer, down four, 30 seconds to go. Gruel up the floor, try another three, Jenkins, no good. Rebound, pulled down, out of bounds, looks like it's off Wapaw, and it is. Cash Uris, tried to haul it in, but Jenkins gave him some trouble. And again, Wilcox-Hildreth doesn't need the three, and they will call a timeout. They'll have one remaining. So timeout here by the Falcons. 20 seconds remaining in overtime. Juanita-Palisade, 52. Wilcox-Hildreth, 48. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska-Land National Bank.
5: Fraud is serious business and can hit at any time. That is why the debit cards we issue at Nebraska Land National Bank are protected by Fraud Watch Plus. Through this important partner, Nebraska Land National Bank provides industry-leading
2: technology, tools, and the expertise to manage fraud. You can take comfort knowing that experienced fraud analysts are working around the clock to detect and prevent fraud from happening to you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or call us for more information.
5: Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC.
1: With our producer-engineer Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda on Classic Hits 98-9. Another overtime game. Alma and Burwell going to overtime tonight. Aurora beats York 57-31. Here it is Juanita Palisade 52, Wilcox Hildreth 48. We are down to 20 seconds left in overtime, and it'll be Wilcox Hildreth basketball underneath their own hoop. 20 seconds remaining in this basketball game. Wilcox Hildreth will throw it in. Grauerholtz up top. A long three. Asperger got it. One-point game. They decide not to call timeout. 13 seconds. Balls into Gaston. And Grauerholtz fouled him. And he fouled out of the game. That's not the one you wanted to commit the foul. I know time is short. And he is going to foul out of the game. Grauerholtz, who hits the three-pointer to send it to overtime. Will leave us with 13 points and 11 rebounds and one block. 52-51. And it is Gaston at the line again, 1 of 4 in overtime. And Juanita Palisade has elected to use their only timeout they have remaining. 10.8 to go in overtime. And we're just going to go ahead and keep it right here. Again, a big thank you to all of the fine sponsors. That allows to uh, bring you exciting high school sports, including, hey, overtime postseason basketball brought to you by Mary Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The new West Postgame show is coming up. We'll have all the final stats for you. So here's the deal. Juanita Palisade has not been putting guys on the free throw line. Let's see if they do that here because you don't want to just give the ball to Wilcox Hildreth if Gaston doesn't make the second free throw. And what will they do? If he does make them both, they let Grauer Holtz, and probably didn't expect him to shoot the three at the end of regulation when he brought the ball up to send it to overtime. And maybe you're going to go ahead and foul him and make him earn it from the line this second time around. 52-51, Juanita Palisade has a one-point lead in overtime, and they will be going to the line. Will Cox Hildreth does have a timeout. So on And they're not going to put anybody down there, so as long as they box out the shooter, Wilcox Hildreth will get one more possession and will be able to either tie or win the game. That's up to Greg Gaston, who's ready to shoot two free throws. Puts those arms out, rotates them, tries to get loose, gets the ball, takes his dribble, sets, bends the knees, fires, hits it. 53-51, 30 points for Greg Gaston second free throw to make it a three-point game Gaston on the way and it bounces off the rim no good rebound Gruel a two to tie a three to win up the floor they get it to Asperger into the corner Jenkins for three no good offensive rebound blocked shot at the buzzer Gruel short and Juanita Palisade goes to state The three-pointer was off the mark significantly by Jenkins. Springer got the offensive rebound right back under the hoop. You couldn't have planned it any better. And on the way up, there were about three Broncos that turned around and swatted at the basketball, blocked the shot underneath. It bounced out to the free-throw line. Sidney Gruel picked it up with one second, fired it, and it was just short, bounced on the top of the front of the rim and fell to the floor. What a good one, and it goes to the Broncos of Juanita Palisade, who head back to state for the first time since 2013. They survive it in overtime, 53-51 over Wilcox Hildreth, and we'll be back to Southwest High School and the New West Postgame show next.
5: Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at hastings.edu.
1: A game that had a little bit of everything, up and down, back and forth. Wilcox-Hildreth turned it over a little too much. Juanita-Palisade. Missed too many free throws, including going two of eight in overtime. But Wilcox Hildreth couldn't get the last shot to fall, and Juanita Palisade in overtime, 53 51. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Juanita Palisade will head to state at 19-6, and six, most likely as the 7 or 8 seed in D2. Wilcox-Hildreth will end as the district runner-up, 15-11. and 11. They've only been to state once, two years ago in 2015, uh, where they lost in the opening round since the consolidation, and it had been back in the 80s since either Wilcox or Hildreth had been to the state tournament, and oh, so close tonight, and it'll be one where you can watch the film and easily circle the plays that uh, were big in this basketball game tonight on both sides. Uh, there is no doubt where the Asera Care moment of the game came from. There's one on each side. It's uh, easy to say that Lance Grouerholtz's three, which sent the game into overtime, was the one that did it. But this game turned right out of halftime. It was 21-18 Wilcox-Hildreth. The game being, paid at their place, or being played at their pace and Greg Gaston, who averages 19 and a half points, had 8 in the first half for Juanita Palisade. He scored 10 points in the first two minutes of the third quarter. The whole team had 18 in the first half. He scores 10 in the first two minutes, turns it from a three-point deficit to a five-point lead, up 28-23. And Juanita Palisade, I don't believe, ever trailed again in the basketball game. A couple of times, Wilcox with Cotta may be led by one but they were playing catch-up the rest of the game, and Gaston unofficially finishes with 30 of the 53 points tonight for Juanita Palisade, and the senior and his dad will be heading down with the rest of the Juanita Palisade Broncos. Other scores, a final, Riverside 74, Giltner 60 on the breeze, 94.5. And just one that's hard to believe in this day and age, the B6 district final. Last night, Garing beat Alliance. 98-93. 98 to 93. That was last night. Tonight they're playing top five Scotts Bluff. Scotts Bluff 110, Garing 84. 194 total points, probably a state record for Class B postseason, even back in the day when uh, those teams out West Alliance, Shadron, Scotts Bluff were scoring 90 a game. Uh, some other scores Omaha South hits one at the buzzer to beat Bellevue West 52 to 50. It was, as we said, Alma and Burwell going to overtime, and Aurora beat York 57-31. to 31. Try and get you an update on what's going on with the SEM and Mullen in their basketball game. Haven't had an update here for you since a halftime, and we should have an update when we return on the New West Postgame Show. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why
2: farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed Representative. Depend on Hogemeyer Hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, Seed the Right Seed. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden.
1: Doug back with you on the New West Post Game Show. Burwell rallies from double digits down to beat Alma in overtime, 55-52. And how about the Mullen Broncos, just their second trip to state since the 50s. They knock off SEM tonight, 48-40. And a lot of people thought SEM, along with Amherst, just really in good shape to get down to the state tournament. A tough way for things to end for SEM. We'll talk with Coach Blake Farenbrook here in just a moment. Right now, though, let's take a look at the final stats for Wilcox Hildreth. Seven players score, four in double figures. Sidney Gruel, 12 points, eight rebounds. Aaron Jenkins, 10 points, four rebounds. Garrett Ortgesen, before the injury early in the second quarter, two points, two rebounds. Caleb Springer, averaging 14 a game, had two free throws tonight. As Juanita Palisade said, he's not going to beat us. And he got 11 rebounds. He did a lot of other good things. Just wouldn't let him score. Lance Aspergren, 10 points, 2 rebounds. Jackson Van Lanningham, 2 points, 1 rebound. And Lance Grauerholtz, 13 points, 11 rebounds, and 1 blocked shot. 15 rebounds in the first half, 6 in overtime, so that means that gives him 18 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 5 of 8 in the first half, 8 of 13 in the second half, none in overtime. 3 points shooting, 2 of 10 in the first half, 2 of 6 in the second half, 1 of 3 in overtime. Turnovers, 7 in the first half, 11 in the second half, 2 in overtime. Wilcox-Hildreth, 21 points at halftime, 25 points in the second half, 5 points in overtime, and the Falcons finish with 51 points, 39 rebounds. 13 out of 21 at the free throw line, 5 of 19 from three-point land, 2 blocks and 20 turnovers. The Falcons will end their season at 15 and 11. Looks like the Falcons are making their way out of the locker room. So we'll round up Coach Farronbrook and take a look at the final numbers for Juanita Palisade when we return on the New West postgame show.
2: AgTech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer, Reggie and Chad Orgidson. They know what it means to offer full service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture, to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgidson with AgTech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technologies is what they do. A very practical of the Wilcox-Hildreth Athletes. Good luck,
4: Falcons. Located in Sutton.
1: Back on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here at Southwest High School, where we are joined now by the head coach of the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons, Blake Farnbrook And coach, you never want your season to end, and you want to play well, and you want it to be a great game, but you always want to win that game. And uh, two points short tonight in overtime, just kind of you've had about five minutes to let things sink in how you feeling?
6: You know, uh, I'm not feeling too bad. Obviously, it's disappointing, but uh, I told our kids before the game, you want to walk away saying you tried your hardest, you worked hard as you could, and uh, I don't think anybody watching could say they they gave it what they had, and uh, sometimes you just don't get the result you want, but I thought they worked their hardest, and uh, I was awfully proud of them.
1: Let's get to the Garrett Ortiz and the situation. Can you tell us, What happened on the jump ball play and what you know about his injury right now?
6: Yeah, you know, uh, I haven't got to talk to him, obviously. Um, It looked like I'm guessing it's just one of those deals where two guys are pulling. He must have got his arm with him, but uh, I know that they told me it's out. Uh, They were talking about his shoulder, so it was out of place. And uh, the trainers here couldn't get a pop back in. So uh, they had to take him to Cambridge, and uh, hopefully when I'm done here, I'll be able to get an update on how he's doing. Hopefully he's all right.
1: From a on-the-floor perspective, how did that change the game? Sidney Gruel played a few more minutes and did very well uh, to change the first half. Uh, then then you kind of got into a rotation without him in the second half. How did that change what you did?
6: Yeah, you know, uh, the guys did good making up for the difference. It's always hard, uh, especially when you only play about seven guys like we do. Uh, it makes it a lot different minute-wise. Um, I thought Sydney came in. He played a very good game, I thought. I thought he worked really hard, played good. So did Jackson Van Lane, him off the bench. Um, but uh, one area we really hurt him is he would have been our next guy to guard uh, Gaston. And uh, uh, when they started posting up, we would have liked a little more size, which Garrett has, and he has that size and strength to play inside. But, uh, you know, you, you got to deal with adversity sometimes. And uh, the guys stepped up and filled in those roles as good as they could, and I was proud of them.
1: Obviously, the two leading scores for each team had vastly different nights. Uh, Greg Gaston scores 30. The explosion to come out of the third quarter, out of the halftime break, was huge. Caleb Springer, your leading scorer, two free throws. Tell me what you kind of remember about uh, how they defended Caleb and uh, what Gaston did so well, especially there in the second half.
6: Yeah, obviously with Gaston, uh, he came out and he's a heck of a player, uh, great scorer. And um, they started putting him in some pick and rolls right away, and he got rolling a little. And uh, then at that point, he got where even good defense, he was just making tough shots. And uh, I told our defenders, you, you got to stay with him, put a hand up in his face, and sometimes good players make great shots. And I thought for a while there, he kind of got doing that. And um, as far as Caleb, you know, I thought they did a really good job protecting the paint, keeping us outside. Uh, we like to get the ball in low and scoring low as much as possible. And uh, they did a good job when he got the ball in. They were good at trapping. They came down and gave, threw two or three guys at him several times at the beginning. Um, it flustered us a little bit, but I thought he started passing better out of those doubles and moving the ball around. But uh, I think you got to give a lot of credit to them on keeping us out of the paint, personally.
1: Last minute here with Wilcox with Boys Basketball Coach Blake Farnbrook. What about when they did put some trapping pressure on you? They didn't do that as much in the first half. They did a little bit more of that full-court uh, zone trap which did cause you some problems, and obviously when we go back and look at the stats, turnovers killed you in the second half, but then they didn't make a lot of free throws, so maybe that evens that out, but uh, what about what they did defensively with that zone trap?
6: Yeah, you know, uh, they went to that trap, and we had actually known that's one they run, so we were ready for it and we talked about it. Um, our guys, when they're set and they get themselves set up, I think they break presses pretty well. Uh, we get a tendency, though, getting rolling too fast, getting a little ahead of steam, And um, I thought we got moving too quick for ourselves. We didn't run through our zone break. And uh, then we start dribbling through three or four guys that are passing it through. And uh, that causes troubles against the zone press. you got to pass that ball well. you got to be smart and make good passes. And uh, I thought they did a good job capitalizing off that on the second half on us.
1: Two-point overtime games. Everybody can find their own play to look back at. You're going to have a lot of these kids that saw significant minutes back for you next year. But give me a a quick synopsis of your senior class as they played their final game.
6: Yeah, you know, I was talking to them. They've done a great job here at Wilcox Hillrith. They've been kind of a part of a culture change we've had here. I thought they've held their heads high and been very prideful about what they're doing here. And um, all you can ask is to be good leaders, work hard. And those guys did. They came to practice every day, ready to go. Um, They made sure their teammates were ready to go, and they were vocal teammates. They wanted to help each other out. And, uh, you know, one of them didn't get a start all season as a senior. Uh, Obviously, you know he would have liked to, but he took that bench role and he made it his. Uh, When he wasn't playing, he made sure he was always cheering on his teammates. And so uh, a couple other seniors that didn't get a play, uh, same thing. And, you know, whether you're the top player on the list or the bottom, uh, it's always important to come out and help your teammates out, and I thought these seniors did a very good job with that.
1: Oh, boy, good season. Uh, had its ups and downs just like the game did tonight, but uh, a bucket away from State, not too bad. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again next season. Thanks for the entertaining game. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. You bet. The head coach at Wilcox Hildreth, like Brook, they come up just short by a score of 53-51 to 51 in overtime. We'll be back and look at the final numbers for Juanita Palisade and uh, wrap things up here with a few more scores after this timeout of the New West post game show Family Physical
2: Therapy and Sports Center getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT building Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center excellence in rehabilitation A very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Carney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy, and Sports Center.
4: Have you ever seen a rusty fish?
1: Time for the Care Hospice moment of the game, brought to you by Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter, with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. As we said, uh, and got a little interrupted, Wilcox Hildreth getting that three from Lance Grauerholt to send it to overtime, but it was the ten points in the first two minutes of the third quarter from Greg Gaston that turned this basketball game around. And now our look at their final stats. No points off the bench for Juanita Palisade. Only the five starters scored. Cashieris all three-pointers, nine points, four rebounds. Brody Nordhausen, four points, eight rebounds. Greg Gaston with the 30-point performance, three rebounds, and one block shot. He had 22 of those after halftime. Uh, also tonight, Dalton Harkerwold, one rebound. Kate Detker, two rebounds and a block. Duncan Rector, five points, four rebounds. Dennis Cavanaugh, five points, eight and two rebounds. 14 rebounds in the first half, 7 is all in the second half, three in overtime, free throw shooting, 0 of 2 in the first half, 3 of 5 in the second half, 2 of 8 in overtime, three point shooting for the Broncos, 4 of 12 in the first half, 3 of 8 in the second half, 1 of 3 in overtime, turnovers, 7 in the first half, 3 in the second half, 1 in overtime. The Broncos, 18 points in the first half, 28 in the second half, 7 in overtime, 53 points, 24 rebounds, 5 out of 15 at the free throw line, 8 of 22 from three-point land, 2 blocks, and both of those blocks were in overtime and 11 turnovers. As Juanita Palisade goes to 19-6, and six. they have won 8 of their last 9 games and head to state for the first time since 2013 with a 53-51 overtime win against Wilcox Hildreth. Taking a look at the other scores from the area, Heartland beat Nebraska Lutheran tonight, 53-33. Parkview Christian beat Humphrey St. Francis, 59-55. Garden County in the D2-6 beat Crofton, or Crawford, excuse me, 46-29. Riverside a winner over Giltner tonight, 74-60. Burwell over Alma in overtime, 55-52. Mullen beat SEM, 48-40. And with an Omaha Central win over Omaha North tonight, it looks like they will play Carney in the first round of the Class A Tournament. And also tonight, Aurora easily cruises by York, 57-31. Our state tournament basketball begins on Thursday, brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Maryland Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Kearney Catholic and Malcolm at 9 a.m. at 2 o'clock. Ravenna will be taking on North Platte St. Pat's, and at 3.45, the Kearney Girls against Lincoln Northeast. Elm Creek and North Central on ESPN 1460 at 1045. St. Cecilia Ponca on 1230 KHAS. For our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda. Once again, thanks to all of the great sponsors, to the coaches, the athletic directors, our regular season and postseason, done for the area, now six days left in Lincoln. And don't forget, each Saturday, all of the championships on ESPN 1460 and 1550. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today in overtime on Edna Palisade 53. Will Cox held with 51. This is Doug Duda saying night, everyone.